The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, January 27th, 2023. And today, every industry has a dark side. It's not all friends and camaraderie like you would think. Today, it's the dark side of the cigar industry. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We got the cigar hacks in the house in a big way. It's... Hackapalooza 6.0. We're getting Six. hacked. We're getting hacked over here. So uh, they're in the audience. If you hear them in the background, you know what they are. Uh, <laughs> perfect episode for them. I have uh, 13 ugly stories. Actually, way more than that. But uh, if I get to 13 of them, uh, I will. I have a feeling at the end of this, I'm going to hear a lot more stories. So we can have a, a part two of this someday. Because you start telling the stories, people want to tell you the stories too. Sure. But some ugly stories in the cigar industry uh from way back to present time and we'll get to those uh, i'm gonna need you to just keep your voice down a little bit a little bit of a headache yes i'm a little swung over and hung over yeah but i thought it would be a great idea not to drink and drive last night so i didn't i got the hotel yeah and i apparently halfway through my night of djing decided Let's go for more wine. And that yes. was a mistake. Oh, the wine drunk. Oh, oh that's boy. the good one. That's <laughs> the good one. I don't know about the good that's one. That's the bed spins and throw oh, up. No throwing up. Oh, good for you. When was the last time you threw up? August 17th. <laughs> <laughs> now? Uh, no, Long time? It's been a while. All right. Let's, let's, let's light her up. I, I was hoping to have Jose Dominguez here today, but uh, they're booming over there in the DR. And uh, things are just too busy. And uh, that's okay. We got a cigar here. Anyway, what do we have in here? Well, Dave, today's first cigar is the Jose Dominguez Maduro Gordito. It is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by none other than Jose Dominguez. Perfect. The size we're smoking is a 5x50 Robusto. They call it a Gordito. I don't know why they call it a Gordito. It's the only brand I'm aware of that calls the Robusto a a Gordito. Gordito. Like Perdomo calls his torpe- his uh, Toro an Epicure, right? But he calls his Robusto a Gordito, small Gordo, Gordito, yeah, small Gordo. But it's but it's not a Gordo. It's small. It's ridiculous. And yeah. J.C. Newman calls everything a Robusto, right, right? For their Diamond Crown line. And LFD has a Bellicoso that is shaped like a Robusto, <laughs> so it's not a Bellicoso at all. Anyways, it's wrapped in a uh, Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper. The binder is. Ed Sullivan, block your ears. It is Indonesian. <coughs> uh, 
I mean, oh, sounds Phil, good. So you got you're against Indonesian and Sumatra because it's the it's same. same thing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the fillers are Dominican and Nicaraguan. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, so if you like Ed Sullivan, you can smoke along with us and be disgusted, I guess. <laughs> um, the single is going to set you back $7.49. They come in box 20s for $127.99, which brings the single price down to just $6.40. If you do like Nurse Rick did today and you buy them by the friggin' box... He bought them in the store, but you can get them at twoguyscigars.com. He doesn't save, though, because he buys by the box, and then he passes them out. <laughs> doesn't work. Well, it costs him less That's, doing it, though, if he bought all the stuff out of you. I suppose. Uh, if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail store that carries the Jose Dominguez Maduro Gordito, you can try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Ed Sullivan, you see me smoking these all the time. This is I do. Regular rotation cigar. Here it is. Me. You never see me smoking these. No? No. Well, well you will you. today. You will. I'll watch it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo oh, cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay, you saw the new new lighter I have in the office. We haven't shown that yet, but well, we don't have a name for it. We yeah. don't have a price for yeah. it. What a cool lighter! Coming, I like Taking it a nothing lot. Nothing away from this single jet that you I, I believe it, it's very going to be very reasonably priced. Well, because most of their stuff is. I I guess seventy nine ninety nine for that lighter. That's your guess. Yeah, that's what I guessed, and it's less. Ah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Carrera by Vertigo. Carrera by Vertigo has one feature. <laughs> does it have a flame? It does have a flame, Ed <laughs> Sullivan, and it is a flat flame ah. for $24.99. Because you were there $100, right? When these things came out, there was a version that was 100 and there was another version that was 150 This is $24.99, and... I mean, it has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, so I guess it has two features. Yeah. But talk about a badass <coughs> lighter. And it's slim and it's elegant. This is a good one for inside your... Your, your coin pocket? Coin pocket. Or when you're going pocket. out dancing or dancing something? Dancing would have been uh, a good dance lighter. What kind of lighter do you have on the dance floor? I actually, yep. I typically, in my pocket, I have a Vertigo Cyclone, hmm. always. Yeah. That's my backup lighter. You don't empty your pockets before you... Go dancing. Oh, I fill them up. Yeah? Keys, money. Yeah. We got to have everything. Swiss Army yeah. knife. What do you typically do? Take things out of your pocket before you go dancing? I typically don't go dancing. Yes. That is that is the as correct answer yeah. as I'm sitting here right now. <laughs> okay. Jose Dominguez, winner of the 2023 Meatball last year. Um, this Wednesday, 6.30, we go live on YouTube and Facebook for the meatball competition. Uh, it is an extra added bonus show each year that we put on for you. Tune in if you want to tune in and see who makes the, am, the best meatball. Am I going to that? You are. All right. The question is, are you eating the meatballs? <laughs> it's poor people food. <laughs> yeah. Usually I try them to try be them. polite. Yeah. And he always has so you can such vote. a so puss on his face when he's doing it. <laughs> you couldn't be happier. Than when you're eating meatballs. Right. And he couldn't be more miserable. They make me sad. They taste like sad. Yeah. It's hamburger, ground beef, and, uh, and poor spices. people fillers. 
So you're against breadcrumbs, crumbs. Crumbs, yeah. Just give me the crumbs. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah? But I put Ritz crackers in mine. It's not poor people food. It's an expensive meatball. Uh, give me a burger on real bread. That's the same ingredients. But it's a very, very different manifestation. I don't know. It's Sullivan. I, I think this whole hating meatballs is very suspect. Well, Can we even trust you as a person? Listen, Mr. Lecton. <laughs> I'm not you, eating you've them, got so. your idiosyncrasies. <laughs> I do. All right. So can I tell some stories today? Sure. I got some stories to tell you. They're good guys and bad guys in all industries. The cigar industry has some of both. Uh, but you would be surprised how bad some of them are. Some of these are pretty bad stories. Huh. T- today, Doc, often untold stories of some culprits. In most cases, the names will be changed or not mentioned at all and, to protect uh, the brand. I see Nicholas in the audience. Nicholas, don't be writing an email bitching about this. I can see you <laughs> formulating it right now. Is oh, that is that big. Dan's number one fan in the <laughs> yes. audience? Yes, it is. Uh, I love that guy. But uh, this is to protect their brand and their livelihood. And the first one is so far long gone, it doesn't matter. But as we get going on to it, it's going mm-hmm. to be to modern day times. We don't want to hurt them at all, but these are the stories that uh, I've heard. Are these all Jonathan? No, these aren't Jonathan oh. stories, but um, the stories all I my heard. shit's out there. <laughs> There's nothing left. Right. And sometimes they haven't gone through court. Sometimes there is no court. Sometimes so they're presumed innocent until found guilty, right? I'll be the judge of that. Be the now, judge. hang on a second. I got to know the rules in advance. No guessing. We're allowed to guess. No, no. guessing. Can we? Are we allowed to write down <laughs> a guess and show you? You show me tonight after the show. Mm. I don't want to look at it and, and give you. I'm a bad poker player. I'll right. look at it and, and you'll have the answer. You're Ron Burgundy is what you are. You'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No guessing, Ed Sullivan. All right. All right. So, so let me go way back. 1841. Um, This lady, Mary Rogers, I'll say her name. Anyway, she was a murder victim whose story became a national sensation. Mary was a noted beauty who worked at a New York tobacco store. Mm. Sounds hot. She was. She was noted for it. uh, Which attracted the customers of many distinguished men would go there just because she worked there. Mm -hmm. That she smelled fantastic. When her body was found in the Hudson River... She was assumed that she was a victim of gang violence, but that wasn't what happened. However, one witness swore that she was dumped in the ocean after a failed abortion attempt. Uh, Did they find the coat hanger? I don't know. But Roger's death remains unexplained. She was referred to as the beautiful cigar girl. And the mystery of her death was a sensation, and newspapers received national attention. This was a big deal at that time. The details of the case suggested she was murdered by a customer. Months later, uh, after they um, keep checking to see what's going on and do an investigation, her grief-stricken fiancé, Daniel Payne, committed suicide by overdosing on painkillers and heavy drinking. A remorseful note was found where she died reading to the world, here I am on the very spot. May God forgive me for my misspent life. Whoa. Is this him admitting it? Or you told he- me I'm not allowed to guess, so I feel like you're trying to trick me right <clears throat> now. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering if, Ed Sullivan, you understand the English language better than us. Yeah, I, I would guess that Jonathan was the one who killed her. I yeah. wasn't born yet. wasn't even yet. born yet. Oh. I mean, I would have done it. 
Yeah, the dude did it. He did it? Yeah. Usually it is. Like, my, my wife's watching those Lifetime channels, and I said, the husband did it. Like, it just started. And I go, the husband did it. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? I'm usually right. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, Roger's story was fictionalized in Edgar Allan's poem, uh, Ed, Ed, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, Mystery of Margaret Rogette. Um, so... Here's the, they, they get an attractive girl working in the store. Everybody wants to have her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got pregnant. Um, in those days, abortion, very hard to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. They didn't have vacuum cleaners. They kill her. Now, I would say that wasn't a fiancé because... Well, unless what, he found out about it and it wasn't his kid. Oh, all right. But I'm thinking but that, They didn't have DNA tests back then. You couldn't tell if it was <clears> yours. You got to wait till the kid's born. I don't know. Oh, it's a ginger. I mean, if Not it's a fiancé and they hadn't done the dirty and she turns up pregnant, nobody's buying that Virgin Mary story. That's what I was going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Two, a blonde and a brunette have a kid. It can't be a redhead. You have uh, to have a redhead involved. Hang on. If a blonde and a brunette have a kid, <laughs> there is a... Uh, up to a 50% chance the kid could be redhead. Depends on what the Recessive may- genes. Yes, a recessive Two genes. Two brown-haired people can't have can, a redhead? They can. Yeah, oh, yeah. so they can. They can. Anybody okay. can get their lives ruined by having a ginger, I think. Correct. My Re- parents were pissed when I was born. <laughs> well, I thought you were saying something like, you know, you're, it's an anomaly. You can't have it unless you have two different things or something. No, no, but back then they wouldn't have known that a ginger could just pop out like that. They would. The guy would have just assumed. Yeah. Ted Hughes would like you to recite the Edgar Allan Poe poem. Oh, please don't. I, are no. the stories going to all suck like that one, or no, do they the, get better? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to. That one was a little stick. slow played. She's killed. She's dead. Okay. And Let's, and I want you to go. I, I gave you the year, 1841. All right, so now I have to do homework. Hmm. New York store. Not like Does this. it still exist, or did it still exist? Hmm. But anyway, ah, ah, you got to look into these things just a little bit as it's going on. I'm not going to tell everything. So stop. (laughs) Number two. Seem like you're a little hungover right now. He was once a big name in the cigar industry, but but drugs, specifically cocaine, took him from a success to a total disappearance. His persona has been copied and his creation has been emulated, but some expect him to return someday. I think it's doubtful, but typically they return or they die. Huh. And this is somebody in the industry. It disappeared. Whatever happened to him, that's what happened to him. And that's it. So that gives you the idea of, and way better if I said who it was, but I'm not, they come back and they, their brand gets hurt or whatever ends up happening. I don't want to say it. He was a rising star in our industry, creating (laughs) out-of-the-box products and growing his already successful life in other industries. Apparently, from a marriage dispute, he put a bullet into his own head and took his life. Now, some of these things I know you know the answer to. Yeah. Dave, Ryan Seneca wants to know, does that mean that cocaine affects the cigar industry more than marijuana? Because we lost a whole manufacturer. No, but I bet you he did marijuana (laughs) before he did cocaine. Gateway? Is is the gateway? Do you believe in the gateway? No. Really? No. Yeah, marijuana is mostly a downer. You don't believe that 
anybody that did cocaine Listen, if it was, marijuana why, why don't you just say it was alcohol then? Because they probably had a drink before right. they had marijuana. Or, you know what? Wheat toast. Everybody's had wheat toast. That's the gateway. I prefer, you the I prefer rye toast, though. No, I, prefer, I toast. would prefer yeah, yeah. a rye. But you've had wheat. I have. Okay. Do you hear about the lady, and this has nothing to do with the cigar <laughs> industry, but the lady that stabbed the guy like 180 times, she was just on the news, and they let her go. Nothing. She got no, well, th- because she was on marijuana and she had like schizo. She went schizo over it. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, it's okay. You were on marijuana. She she stabbed the guy 180 times. But if she smoked a cigar, she'd be, that'd be it, right? But she smoked marijuana. A yeah. certain member of our studio audience isn't buying this. It's a, uh, it's a true I'm story. Not it's on the Nicholas's name because you said right, no names. It's right now in the news. I mean, it, just like two days ago, she was uh-huh. just let let free. This is a true story. Yeah. Someone's going to be researching that, getting back to me. You don't even know anything about it. No, I don't have TV. Um, you know what I do at night? I go swing dancing and stay up too late. Oh, my God. Did you ever see Reefer Madness? Back in the, in the midnight movie yeah. days, I think I may have. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't real. It's not a real thing. And what's your point? Did I bring that up? This lady that just killed that that guy and stabbed him 180 times is real. She's real. She's real, and it really happened, and she's walking the streets today. Huh. They just let her go two days ago. And the judge said it's be- it's okay because you smoked the marijuana. Marijuanas. She was on a marijuana-induced psychosis was the word. Oh. Marijuana-induced psychosis. So go ahead. You're all set. <laughs> now, what is going to happen now? Everybody to kill somebody well, is going to first sm- of all. smoke a bone after and say, <laughs> oh, it was a marijuana-induced psychosis. I think what you're saying is she's now single. Yeah, yes, I am. And I'm single. Yes, so and you've been with crazier. Huh. I have been with crazier. Uh, Jonathan Bingo says after he finishes his mimosa, he's going straight to meth. That's a that's a good one. I think you should. <laughs> I just don't buy the the weeds a gateway thing. It's not like it, and it's not for everybody. So I've tried marijuana. I don't really like it. Cocaine, I'm afraid I would love. That's why I've stayed away. Me too. That's how I feel too. Like I'm already juiced up. Imagine if I could do 25 percent faster. Mm. But that's because you had marijuana, right? No, I didn't like the marijuana. Yeah. But you'd like the next step. I think cocaine, I think that's for me. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me squeeze another one in. Uh, Operation Mongoose uh, was the most infamous CIA alleged plot to capitalize on Castro's well-known love of cigars by uh, slipping into his supply of very rare and lethal explosive cigars. In, in November 4th, 1967, the Saturday Evening Post article reported that during Castro's visit to the United Nations in 1966, a CIA, CIA agent approached New York Police Inspector Michael J. Murphy with a plan to get Castro to smoke an exploding cigar. Other operations to take out Castro occurred, including Operation Ortsack, Remember that? Yes. Castro spelled backwards. Yes. Uh, and a brand that came out years later, uh, naming it just that. Um, I own that brand to this day. Do you know that? Yes, you do. I never did anything with it anyway, but Operation Mongoose was actually to kill Fidel Castro 
with an exploding cigar. It was a real thing. Let's talk about how ridiculous that is for a second. It's... What do you in 1967? What are you going to put in it? All right, so you you you're kind of limited for something that is going to be they this the small. Atom, they had the atom bomb by then. You can't put an atom bomb in a cigar, no. nutcase. <laughs> you haven't tried. So it's going to be. You got to think it's got to be gunpowder, some sort of gunpowder explosive that maybe shoots a projectile into the back of his head. How about Do you know why it plastic didn't go off? explosives? Yeah, plastic. Where are you going to put the battery? I don't know. In the cigar. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Castro. We're going to need you to light your cigar by putting these two wires on these two terminals. This is a real story. <laughs> I know it's a real it's story. It's not made up. My point That's is- next week. We'll my make point up stories. is, I believe the reason that the cigar never exploded is they didn't factor in humidity. The cigars were stored in proper humidity, and the gunpowder needs to be drier than that. In 1967, I'm sure it was fine. Would 1967 had better just humidity in the air? <laughs> More ambient humidity in Here the we 60s. are in 2024. We have to have humidors because the humidity is just so terrible. But back then, it was great. That's why the cigar didn't explode. So this is not to debunk the stories. These are real stories. You said I couldn't guess the people. <laughs> okay. You said nothing. Uh, I think Both. it was Fidel Castro. It was. Oh, all right. You no, know, we're not supposed to guess it. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, what's your early thoughts here on Jose Dominguez Maduro, Ed Sullivan, who doesn't smoke it because you don't like in- people in Indonesia or just the Indonesian tobacco? I have nothing against the people of right. Indonesia. He speaks highly of the Indonesians. I do. Uh, uh, as, as a people. No. No, how about you? No, I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Indonesian tobacco. What, what was the Cheap Trick song that, that had Indonesian? Oh, yeah. Indonesian something. You know what I love about you is you're just team. really good at going off of a tangent, off of a tangent. Yeah. It just rem- Surrender. Yes, yeah, surrender. Mommy's all right. Yeah. yeah. Indonesian. Junk going round. Oh, it was uh, the marijuana. Indonesian It wasn't mar- the marijuana. No? I think it was Heroin? stronger stuff. Yeah. yeah. For those yeah. of you who are listening Indonesian to the heroin. cigar portion <laughs> of the podcast, uh, I'd like to talk about this Jose Dominguez uh, Gordito Maduro. Uh, very barbecue-esque mm. in flavor. A, l- a little bit of a smoky essence, and that may be the combination of that earth component that the mm-hmm. Indonesian gives as a binder. Dirt. And a little bit <laughs> and a, li- a little bit of sweetness. I can't even deal with the two of you today. I don't you taste some smoke, you fucking asshole. It's barbecue-y. <laughs> it's Bill Burroughs. He coming to the expo or what? Do we put a call into that? Um we shouldn't make the invite anyway. Yeah. We'll we'll do that on Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday's a big day for getting shit Or if he's done. listening live. Bill, you know, you're always invited. I said it to you, and it's coming up. Did Dave, uh, did Dave tell you his new master plan about Tuesdays? No. He's going to throw he, us out? No, because he gets so little done when you and Tony V are hanging out <laughs> with him. He's now booking two appointments yeah. elsewhere. So he Tuesdays. feels like on Tuesdays he has something done. So mm-hmm. he'll be strolling in around noonish. Not yeah. late. Not and then, late. then you guys will be able to do whatever. I do have two. Appo- do I have two appointments this Tuesday, but early, starting oh. at nine and a ten. Oh, I'll be here you'll by be eleven. Fine. Ed Sullivan, yeah. you, you know where the key to his office is. Just, just go in and hang out. Oh my god! The key to my I can't office. believe he's going to do something. I'm just kidding. It's never locked. Huh. 
Uh, Bill says that he believes that I feel that Indonesian rapper is poor people's rapper. And he, <laughs> he nailed it. <laughs> well, he ain't lying. Indonesian um, tends to be a little on the thinner side. It's not a very hearty tobacco. So in opposition to the uh, Mexican San Andreas wrapper mm-hmm. they have here, is that thinner binder to allow for better combustion. And I'll t- I got to tell you, it was the combustion is flawless. Uh, it was big this year. Here's your problem with Indonesian tobacco. During the cigar boom, when all the tobacco was gone, there was nothing left. They started making Indonesian cigars. And these were puro Indonesian <clears throat> cigars. And it was terrible. They were awful. It was the worst. And you're bothered by that. But as an ingredient, it's the same as Mexican. You didn't like Mexican cigars then either. No. As all Mexican, but as an ingredient, you know what's awesome. A San Andreas wrapper, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Indonesian binder? I don't like the taste of it. Because it's earthy. But so is Mexican. Yeah, but Indonesian tastes like, uh, sort of like dirt, maybe. Earthy. Toxic dirt. Eh, Toxic. You know, like up in Woburn, that blue dirt they used to have. It's kind of like that. Yeah, you used to taste that? That answers some questions. (laughs) That connects some dots. Uh, McRib says Indonesian is like the SpaghettiOs of rappers. Really? It's not not a wrapper. They're just using it as the binder. It's it's an eighth of the blend. No, it's, it's too much. And it's a, is too much. For a $6.40 cigar, I think it's great. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to get more of that during the break. But uh, we're coming back with lots more stories that I'll tell you. So stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, cut and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing 
the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrails Blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the Guardrails complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. That's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Because he's not here. Couldn't make it. But, <laughs> he's very uh, busy. Very busy. Very busy. Uh, we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red. It's West Tampa, passion with a purpose, and welcome back. And with us is um, these guys. The Hacks. The Hacks. Uh, and actually, Nurse Rick just uh, reminded me of something. I'm throwing a dress-up party. A Roaring Twenties, uh, speakeasy-style swing event. At the Roma Restaurant, yeah, which our friend Brett here owns, uh, the set tickets are seventy five dollars. They are on sale now. You can buy them from me in person, or you can go to the Roma. Or can they take a credit card over the phone? You can call the Roma, uh, and I'll be more prepared in the next segment. I'll have the Roma's phone number, uh, yeah, that I can say it. Jonathan, if I give you a hundred, can I not go? Here we go. Yeah. All I right. will take that deal. <laughs> and what, that and deal. what cigars are being offered at the event? There's no cigars at the event. No this cigars. is swing dancing. It's my other thing. Swing dancing only. But dinner. Now, I would say this is ridiculous you even mentioning this, but every once in a while, I see your cigar, your dance class, and one of our customers yes. <laughs> ends up being in there, and I go, what is going on? And you actually pitch them until they cave in and say, all right, I'll go to one of these things. And, and they always have a good time. Yeah. Well, can I smoke weed there? You can probably. It's in Massachusetts, so weed's completely legal. You can smoke that in the parking lot. Uh, you got to be like twenty feet from the door, I think, by law. But you can. I'm not going. He's still not. No. Going. I'll take the hundred dollars. All right. 
Smoking weed in the parking lot. <laughs> How old are we? How old are we? Um, and Mr. Jonathan was just on another podcast, um, the uh, Cigar Pulpit. Oh, I've heard of that one. And did you hear the show? Yeah. He just, I tell him, yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, and he's out with it. And he just. You said I couldn't talk about it on this show. <laughs> no. You said this is not for the show. When you were getting divorced, I, <laughs> I said nothing for the longest time. Ah, but if you went on the other podcast that you nobody that I know of listens to, you could have said it. I just thought we no, were going thank by God the same nobody rules. listens to that show. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dave, did you listen to the audio version or watch the video? I just listened to the audio. You saved yourself some oh, yeah, trauma. Yeah. You, you know when they have that secret video part? Yeah, there's a spot yes. that's not on the podcast. Why? Why does that happen? I don't know why he does it. I, he just does it. I think he's trying to drive some viewership, so the juicy stuff is only in the video. Yeah, I'm not, well, I can't even talk about it on the show because your mom listens, and I don't need that kind of static in my life. No, but I said the juicy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the number for the Roma restaurant, if you would like to purchase a ticket or two, is 978-374-8001. That's 978-374-8001. Tickets are $75. Or if you buy before February 1st and you're getting a pair of tickets, you want to bring a date, you want to bring your wife for Valentine's Day, it's just before Valentine's Day, those a pair of tickets is 125 All right, the over-under... Ed Sullivan is, he's going to sell one ticket. What's the over-under? <laughs> no, he's... he's from, getting, the, from this. Oh, from this. Yes. The over-under is one. one. That's one ticket that I wouldn't have sold, maybe. It, it, that's the over-under number. It's either going to be more than one or less than one. What do you think? <sighs> what if it's one? I bet before then the day then, is then out... Then the house push. <laughs> yeah. I bet before the day is out, a listener buys two tickets. Really? So you get the over... I, I think he could do it. Yeah? I mean, it's... Well, they'd have to live around here and willing to go without smoking cigars. Right. But it's a it's it's going to be a fun night to bring your wife. You could okay. just go like you should go with your jo wife. Jonathan, are you bringing... Take a swing lesson? Are you bringing your wife, Jonathan? Oh, I don't have one of those uh, anymore, Ed Sullivan. I wonder why. Right. All right. Let's get back to the show. Oh, uh, and no donuts. That? No, I didn't have any donuts, and that's part of the cigar <laughs> pulpit. That's out of, of yeah. the, the shitty saying on the cigar pulpit. I'm not, I can't believe it. Not ready to talk about this yet. And he, <laughs> he's psychologically damaged himself, right? He just—I don't know why he has to do it. He's, he's being interviewed in a show, and he's talking about it. And he says, "Oh, oh it, by the it, way, yeah, there you go. It, blah." It rhymes. <laughs> I said it rhymes with the exact word. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how Eminem does it. So who am I? He's the best. Uh, not ready, not ready. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I don't have a lot of secrets. I'm no. just get, let me get past this I, for a minute. And I knew I kind of fucked up when he came in on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. He goes, really? <laughs> I didn't even have to ask what he was talking about. Yeah, you were thinking that you might, he might not hear it yeah, for maybe a couple of days. Yeah, for a little while, yeah. and by then it's well, out. Well, he said, you're going to do this on the show, right? And I said, not yet. Just give me a week or two. Yeah. Let me see what happens here. Yeah. And uh, no, then yeah. he just goes Blah. to the show and does it. Whatever. It eight days. All right. Anyway, um, he started his company with his wife. Mm -hmm. But dealing drugs on the side drove him to prison. Oh. She remarries and continues the business today, while most don't even know he ever existed. 
You know the answers to some yes. of these things. Isn't that interesting, though? Isn't an interesting story that nobody would ever know this? And it, I'm not going to say it because it doesn't need to be said who it is, but those that know, right. know. That right. Some people know things and don't blurt it out yes. on the podcast. Correct. Correct. All right. I'm just trying to help. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, number six, firing the brother. This has happened a few different times that I know of. Uh, we're a partnership of two brothers, not mine. One brother fired the other brother in somewhat of a corporate takeover. Some resulted in lawsuits and payouts and a totally broken home. And these are pretty famous people of what it is, but there was a, you know, and, and people talk about the cigar family, it's family and all this stuff, and these stories mm-hmm. end up happening. Not once, not it, twice, it's many a times. dysfunctional family. Like, like everybody else's, yeah. right? So. You're not alone, Jonathan. Is the point. <laughs> oh, great. With the dis- dysfunctional. We're here to <clears throat> support you. Uh, right now, it's time for the confessional, and that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. And boy, this writer really gets it. Is he here? I I have no idea, All but right. I, I'm going to share a couple of details about this person. Oh, boy. It's a different spelling of Anani Moose. Actually, the word moose is in it. I like that. All right. And the email address is weed.doesn't.effect.cigar, <laughs> and they use the at symbol to make the cigar, sales.org. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. All right. You're 100% wrong, but okay. Over <laughs> my cold. And, and what, how is this a confessional <laughs> where the guy's going to oh. debate me? Is it confessional? This is the first, confessional. First of all, first of all, you're talking during the time that I'm supposed okay. to be reading. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and second, that's just a nice little dig at you that I appreciate. Oh, right. Okay. It's I thought, not about that. And right. then it made you jump to conclusions. All right. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. Whoever this person uh, is. The chat room says this is the worst true crime podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're requesting we do reenactments. Okay. Ah, some of these I'll things. stab them 80 times. <laughs> uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. In my early 20s, I started dating the hot girl in my friend circle. It was great. It's not a sin. She was the one that everybody wanted, but only I could have. After dating for a few months and things going well... We felt comfortable introducing our families. We planned a dinner, and just before we invited both families to meet, she called me and said she had to postpone because she had a death in the family. Hmm. Coincidentally, I too had a death in my family the same day. We ended up not having to postpone the meeting because our families got to meet at the funeral home as they all stared at the same lifeless body. (laughs) Turns out we were distant cousins. 
Realizing we probably shouldn't continue this to avoid future awkward encounters, we decided to have one last hot session together before shaking hands and parting ways. It all worked out in the end as she grew three times her size by the time she hit 30. <laughs> the big man upstairs must have been looking out for me the entire time. Wow, that's funny, huh? It's good. So the, the, the sin here is one last time, right? Yeah. Shouldn't have did it one last time. I think the sin here is... Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I've had worse. Smoke one of each Robusto, huge, Toro, Churchill, all huge. Saint cigars this week. Huge. Yeah, I did jump to conclusion because that's where you went down that <laughs> road of... I just how think... I think that that needs to be rewarded by a, by a shout-out. I wish that it wasn't anonymous because that that's Nicholas-level genius right there. Maybe huh. it is. I don't think it is. No. That's not his style. He didn't touch his cousin. He didn't touch his cousin is what he's saying. That no is way. not his style of writing, but that is his, it's his level of genius, and I hold him in high regard. All right. Upcoming shows on the Sky Authority. This Wednesday, we will have the meatball competition, yeah. 6.30 p.m. Eastern. We're going to go live, and we'll have uh, possibly – this is number six, so we have mm -hmm. two people that won two times yeah. and won the one once that right. – that champion will, will go up, and he could possibly win two times in a row because that seems to be what is happened. It? I'm or, liking my chances this year. Yeah? I'm is liking my chances. somebody's birthday? It's Mr. Jonathan's birthday this Wednesday. Uh -huh. So you can find him on social media will and there say happy be, birthday. Will there be cake? He said there oh, will I be. Think I, I think I disabled comments so people can't do that shit. Oh, oh really? And I took my birthday off Facebook. Oh. I don't like my feed being filled up with a bunch of people saying Jonathan, happy birthday. no one cares. Will there be cake? Oh, I don't know. I keep forgetting to get the cake. Well, get it. Get it, because it's important. Is it? Yeah. yeah. We like cake. You don't like yeah, cake. Yeah, but it's my birthday. I, yeah. I want, like, I don't know, sweet potato, mashed sweet potatoes. Oh, oh gross. <clears throat> I'll form it. We're having meatballs and, and macaroni. I'm not eating that either. So maybe I'll form it with some egg in it and then make a, a sweet potato cake. No, no, cake. no. Make a nice cake. Get a nice cake. It'll look I'm nice. I'm buying. Get a nice cake. Okay. Um, and then following Saturday, a week from today, is the one that most manufacturers wait for. This is a, a show for consumers to listen to the show, but this particular one is where the manufacturers want to see what crazy, off-the-reels things, uh, because it's all fake. Unlike the stories I'm telling, the true mm -hmm. stories, these are all the fake ones. This is the Cigar Industry Prediction Show. I'm going to miss that one. And you're not here? No. Oh, my. I'm not going to know what's going to happen. You'll be listening. I will wave to you on the show. All right. Because you'll be listening. No Ed Sullivan for it. No. All right. Where are you going to be? St. Lucia. St. Lucia. Okay. Does uh, your wife just throw darts at a map and wherever mm -hmm. it lands, that's where? Yeah. There you doesn't no seem say, to be right? a rhyme or reason. No, it's not up to me. At all. You say, no. where are we going? And you say, okay. Yeah. And then you Google it and you say, St. Lucia. Oh, okay. There's a okay. place to smoke over Well, here. that's the problem <laughs> is, yeah, you got to find where you're going to smoke. Okay. And then uh, we're going to uh, uh, bring Oliver Nouveau on for um, the following week, February 10th. January's over. Can you imagine that already? That is fast. It's not rushing. I'm still 45. Wow. Um, In a few more days. Behind the leaf stories have that gone sideways. Um, he was coming to tell you about a new project that he's working on. But it's It went not. off the rails. Mm -hmm. He'll tell you the story of why it went off the rails, what happened, and a whole bunch of stories like that that gets this close. Mm -hmm. It's ready to go. And he was at the factory. They had it in the box, 
ready to ship, something goes wrong. How close are we on the TCA cigar? Do you think that'll be a go for this year? Yeah, that's a done deal. That's done. Yeah, we're having a. It can't come off the rails. I guess something could go wrong, but I can't <laughs> see how. I can't see how. Everything's been ordered. Um, and then uh, more shows. We got the folks from uh, Big Sky coming to visit. We have um, Steve Saka coming in. We have uh, the buyer from uh, two guys, Ed Santa Maria, who's never been on the show before. Mm-hmm. That'll be a great show. Uh, did you ever figure out if somebody else is also on that show? No, you said that to me last week, and, and you, I, I didn't look again. Huh. You got to tell me when the show's over. <laughs> right. I can't yeah. even remember who it was, but okay, I got to do that. I can remember. All right. Send me a text. All right. Like now. All right. So I'll have it, and there's, there's my note, right? Uh Okay, that is uh, upcoming shows. Right now, it is time for the question of the week, and it's brought to you by Dunbot and Tobacco and Trust. It's time for the question of the week, brought to you by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Makers of Sobra Mesa, Nike Rita, Sin Compromiso, Wastra de Saca, and a whole bunch of other cigars that don't suck. It sounds more like you than you sound like you. Mm-hmm. You did a great, really a great job on that read. I, we'll see. We got Saka coming in. He's going to tell him how bad it was. You will be here for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this one, this person put their name, but I believe, based on pre-reading this, that they should stay anonymous. And right. you'll understand why in a moment. All right. Hey, guys, got a funny one for you. I really want to sign up for the cigar school, but I'm embarrassed. You see, I got a bro- I've got my brother into smoking cigars a few years ago, and now he's become really knowledgeable about it while I'm still kind of a beginner. He's always been better than me at everything and more handsome, too. The devil. So I want to one up. I want to one up him at cigars. At least the problem is. He regularly looks through my little humidor, and I'm afraid he'll recognize the contents of the Cigar School kit, since he is also an avid listener. Is there a way to keep them humidified and hidden from my cigar-loving brother? Please help me, authorities. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Like, you're going to hide that you're yeah. going to go to Cigar School? No, I, I think it's more of the surprise element, right? Well, what I think you should do is... Get the, the, the deal that has two. Isn't there one yes. that has two? Yeah. So you get the deal that has two, and when he discovers the cigars, surprise him and let him come in because most likely half of the shit he thinks he knows about cigars is wrong. That's right. So we will fix that, and, and you'll both be better for it, and it'll be a great bonding experience for the two of you. Dunbarton Tobacco Trust expressly disclaims any liability for the answers provided with no guarantees of accuracy or usefulness except that our cigars don't suck. There we go. Just in case you said it wrong, yeah. he's covering his ass there. It's a cigar podcast. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Cigar School, it's coming up. Uh, it, it seems like a long time from now, but it's March 8th, 2024, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. We go live, and uh, you get a kit, which is $59, which is um, three Garofalo cigars, a Connecticut Sun Grown, a Maduro, a double blade cutter, a jet flame lighter, a flavor wheel, and a link to be able to watch it. If you did not buy the kit, 
you cannot watch it. It somehow it makes it so you can't see it, right? Magic. Magic. There's magic going on. The double kit that Jonathan talks about is you get six cigars plus everything else, $85, or you get the triple, which is $99, and you get nine cigars. Hmm. Three cigars, six cigars, nine cigars. Three so if times you want three, three. If you want three people to do it. And you know what? I would get the triple even if I was wanted a single because mm-hmm. you're getting a really good deal on the cigars that come out. Unless you want to go crazy, and I, uh, we have sold a handful of these already, which is the uh, Night Out with the Guys or Girls. It's a cigar party. You have a little cigar party in your garage or at your house or wherever you smoke cigars. You get 24 cigars, eight of each. Get eight people together, and you're going to get four, um, 24 cigars, four double blade cutters, four jet flame lighters, two big ashtrays, eight flavor wheels, two forty nine ninety nine, and do the math. It's a good deal. Yep. Uh, is how it comes out there. So that's like a whole box of the cigars because those are boxes of twenty four anyway. And um, you're going to learn the proper way to cut and light a cigar. How, how and why, so it never unravels, and you can taste the flavors of the cigar. The only way to light a cigar so you can really taste the tobacco of these people that always say, you're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. That's because Bill Burr doesn't know how to light the cigar properly. I wasn't sure if that was the case, but that's what I was always thinking until I saw him light the cigar wrong, and that's why he's tasting some smoke so asshole. are you saying he ruined your cigar? No, he, he ruined his flavor, and that's all he's tasting. But he, stole, all he's he tasting. stole your cigar. He did steal my cigar. He, he smoked a Avo, Avo Maduro. Um, the answer to the old, old age-old question, does size really matter? The sizes of the cigar matters. Um, why wine and cigars are so similar? Find out what's missing when you're smoking cigars. Uh, the anatomy of a cigar will dissect it for are you. Are drinking on that show? We could. We should. We should. Okay. It goes better if we do, right? Uh, the history of cigars and the math behind the sizes. Uh, the health associated with cigars. This is when you want to bring your significant other in that complains of you smoking cigars because it's bad for you. And we'll debunk that and we'll straighten all that out because how many times, every time that we're doing one of these cigar schools, we've been doing it for 10 years, that says, oh, my God. Oh, when the slide can- comes up, the cameras come out, pictures yeah. are taken. And then they say, can you tell my wife this story? <laughs> and, you know, um, because it, it's factual mm-hmm. information that we're going to give you. And uh, how to become the cigar authority. At that point, you will become the cigar authority. Uh, I've had. Ben, are we done when they're all cigar authorities? Then we can stop the show. Because they'll all know. And they can actually. Oh, imagine if that was his end game. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do this cigar school. And we're going to just tell you all of the shit you need to know. And we're and done. Then and we're, we're done. Out. That's it. Check Drop out. the mic. Walk away. That's it. So uh, it'll be good. It'll be good, I think. All right, we're, we're saying some of these dark side of the cigar industry stories here, and I'm on number seven, mother and daughter team. Ed Sullivan, you'll remember this because this is during the cigar boom. Uh, takes the world by storm uh, during the boom days of the cigar industry. After a fight of control, dun, dun, dun. The, the daughter forms her own company in the same mm. exact business model and type of cigar and goes head-to-head against her, the mother. <sighs> And here the battle becomes, and they both crash and burn because they couldn't. Really? Neither of them could handle half the business that they (laughs) wound up having. So it ended up crashing and burning. What a shame because I knew both of them. 
as they were friendly with each other, and then they became enemies with each other, did mother you, and daughter. Did you have to align with one or the other? Did you have to pick a side? I went with the original one I went and with, and when the daughter started her own company, I said, no, I'm just staying do that where I lot. am. Yeah. I'm staying been, where I am. There's been a handful of feuds that have happened. Yeah, I don't go to the and second one. No, nope. I'm in with you guys together, and now the second one, because the daughter was wrong, right? That leaves her mother's business, which is fine, but then starts a business to try to take Destroy. her mother down. Yeah, that's, I don't want to be part right. of that. No, and that's what happened. I don't. I don't know if that is exactly wrong. Business is business. Who cares who you're competing against? You just put out a better product. Your mother? I take that bitch down. Yeah. <laughs> And that ties some connection thoughts again. Okay. Um, the girlfriend takes over the boyfriend's cigar company while he's in jail. This is somebody else you know. Mm. So the the guy, by the way, drugs, back onto drugs. Oh, yeah. So he gets in trouble for drugs. Goes because to jail. That's so far, all of, the, all of the people that you're talking about that are on drugs, that the drugs ruin their life. All cigar smokers, and you're not making that correlation. Yeah. <laughs> well, he I don't know if he was doing the drugs. I know he was selling them. Mm. So he ends up going He's to an jail. And his girlfriend, you know, he says to the girlfriend, Okay, I'm only gonna be gone maybe nine months a year or something. Control the company while I'm while I'm away. Um She stole it. The girlfriend, um she's just a worker there and um jumps in to run the company. And when the owner is suddenly um, paroled, no, he's not paroled. He ends up oh, staying longer. Sentence, oh. sentence he, gets he, extended. Yeah. Then she takes over the company and she uh, acquires it uh, because he ends up doing a long stretch, longer than anticipated. And now she takes over the company completely. And then she sells the company. Oh. And uh, not oh. sure if he ever got out. I'm sure he did. It was a long time ago. But what ended up happening? That is a crazy chick right there. Yeah, that's not someone. There were there were red flags in that relationship early on. Did he, he didn't see? He should have seen that and run away. <clears throat> well, all true stories, and those old timers out there, people that have been in the industry for a long time. I, I've said this these things to somebody, you know, during this week that knows. Didn't know what these things were. I said it, and they rattle them off. Boom! That's this one. That's this one. That's this one. If they know the stories, these are these are true stories. But again, don't need to be told. Um, so that's that. Okay, meatball sold out. But you can go on this Wednesday night, six thirty, and catch the meatball, and uh, or we'll tell you Saturday how it made out. I don't know if there's anything they need to see there, but it's a fun show. Yeah. It's, a, it's a goofy, stupid thing uh, that's. Six years going, I can't believe it sells out in minutes. Uh, so people want to come see it. So maybe you want to see it too. It's free to see. You don't have to buy you know, any package or anything like that. Just tune in if you want to tune in. It's a, a extra added show. Right Can you now, make it only visible to our listeners? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just I'm just being a jerk. Okay. As you were. Final thoughts here on Jose Dominguez Maduro. I did too much talking, so I'm not even lit. Mm. But um, let's go. Let's go to um, Ed Sullivan, who's going to say the most negative. Okay, he sees I smoke it all the time. Yeah. Do I offer you a cigar when 
you doing? You say no to me? I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's how it usually well, goes. Listen, this is not your flavor profile no, for I, sure. There's nothing wrong with it except Indonesian. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's not a strong Maduro, which is the one I like. I love mm-hmm. Lagiana Maduro. I love this one. I love Avo Maduro. If I'm going to smoke Maduro, I want it to be sweet mm. and not strong. Doesn't have it's to be strong. It's not strong. I'll right. give you that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is on par with um, Montosa Maduro, Montosa, like you're saying, Maggiana. Um, great price point. If you are somebody that's into milder cigars and you're only smoking Connecticut's all the time, you're kind of missing the boat. This is a great cigar for you to be able to venture out for and try a Maduro. Four out of ten. <clears throat> no. I'd go even milder than yeah. that, like a two. Really. Again, we have this coming out. We're gonna, we're gonna know th- this argument will go away pretty soon. That we have this exact. I love how you think that. <laughs> I do. That you actually, in your heart of hearts, you believe that the He's argument optimistic. stops once it stops once the uh, strengthometer comes out. Yep, we got a strengthometer coming out. Uh, but what happens show. when you say it? Reminds me of this cigar strength-wise, and I say, no, it reminds me of this cigar no, strength-wise. It's the same argument. Because you're saying it. You're saying La Giana Maduro. You're saying Matosa Maduro. Because those this, are all, this, this. Those are all great the- cigars that we happen to carry, but those are all great cigars that somebody that smokes nothing but Connecticut's should venture out and try because maybe they would love Maduro. They would. Because I, I hear it in the store all the time. They say, I only smoke Connecticut's, and then they start bitching about how the Connecticut wrapper falls apart on the golf course. And they should smoke this. And how they, they, they don't like how dry it tastes. But then the guy goes and reaches in and gets a handful more of the same exact thing. It's insanity. Because you have to teach them and that that's Maduro. A, and we will on the on I got to mentor them and say, listen, what you really need is this. Yes. And I give them one and say, you, I want you to try this. And you come back and tell me if this doesn't outperform those Connecticut's every time. I heard you doing the mentoring on the pulpit. Yes. It's important. And telling my deep, dark secrets at the same time. Yeah, I wish you. I was sorry. But it, wish but I, I was I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best you're going to get from Mr. Jonathan. Wish I was sorry. He, he didn't really get into lectins much, though. Oh, no. we've done shows on lectins. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. All right. Well, <laughs> no, we, we don't. To, we need to take a break. I got uh, five more juicy stories. They're going to get more juicier, I promise. It's the dark side of the cigar industry, and it's about to get a lot darker. Stick around. We are live in the Toscano soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal. 
and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th Priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it. And I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused. While the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. 
Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. West Tampa Cigars, it's passion with a purpose. Okay, here's a different cigar. I don't think there's any Indonesian in this, but I could be wrong, no? I don't believe so. All right, but it's shaped way different. What do we have here, Mr. Jonathan? Well, Dave, today's second cigar is the Placencia Almafuerte 6-2, number two, or numero dos. Or II. Or 11. Okay. (laughs) It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Placencia. The size that we're smoking is a 6x60, and it is pressed in a hexagonal way. Hex. Hex. How do you cut it? Um, Do do I need a hexagonal cutter? I don't believe that a such cutter exists, so I think you're just going to have to just try to use your regular cutter. All right. I would say the Vertigo Jaws should be the, able to do this, but we'll see. The uh, the wrapper, Nicaraguan. The binder, Nicaraguan. The fillers, Nicaraguan. All Placencia grown. Okay. It's all their top, top stuff. A single is going to set you back twenty three forty nine. A box of 10, $209.99, dropping the single price down to $21 even. At twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. It's a lot of money. I remember seeing this at the trade show, yeah. and I said, I can sell this once <laughs> because it's hexagon, um, it's placentia, which maybe people know the name, know. Yeah. but they, 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 they weren't really known for the cigars, cigars. Having, having their name on it. So I said, we can sell it once. Uh, it's a good cigar. I smoked it. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's a good cigar. There's no doubt about it. But it's not going to sell over and over and over. And here it is years later, and it's still selling at that kind of price. So pretty amazing. Uh, I talked to some retailers say it's the number one selling cigar in their store. Yeah. No. Yep. Wow. So pretty amazing. Uh, the Placencia Alma Fuerte Six Toe. It's time to cut our cigar. The official it has cut. six toes? Six toe. Six. No E on the end, though, right? It's not toes. No, six no. toe. What is the MMA cage? What is that? How many? Octagon. Oh, octagon, which That's is eight. eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Couldn't, All right. You couldn't press a cigar with eight sides. That'd be ridiculous. Oh. Well, six can <laughs> only go to six. Maybe the octagon is trademarked or something. Could be. Moving on. Okay, time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And you know another thing that never happened? Nobody ever copied this. Why is that? Because they are the biggest grower of tobacco and if you rip them off, I think you'd be blackballed and you'd be hard-pressed to find another tobacco leaf. Don't screw with them. Oh, spicy and uh, <coughs> that's just a cold draw. Well. Spicy and a little a little earth. No. Happening. Uh, it, it, 
It's leather. It's a baseball glove. Yeah? Yeah, there's leather in oh, there. Oh, Ed Sullivan, you nailed that. Give him the bell. That's, yeah? All right. That's a good one. He's got his own bell. He's got cops. He's got everything <laughs> got, over there. I got sound effects. We're going to like gives himself to the, So we got this big cigar. 60 ring? Oh, yeah. Single jet. Oh, it's a flat flame. Okay. <laughs> the flame is spread out. That's at least two and a half jets worth of flame right. right there. Is it time for me to sell the lighter? Time. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Carrera by Vertigo. Carrera by Vertigo has a push button action, Boom. a flat flame, and it is fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank, all for the low price of $24.99. That is the Carrera by Vertigo. Now, does the flat flame have some functional advantage or it just looks? No, the functional advantage is in the case that of both Dave and I, where we're making contact with the tobacco with the flame itself, which you could do if you had a soft flame mm-hmm. or matches, uh, you wouldn't want to do that with a jet per se, because the jet burns about 500 degrees hotter I than see. the flat flame does. This is closer to match combustion. But how does it do in the wind? Oh, very wind resistant. Really? The new lighter that we're not showing yet, I think they're going to show it at the trade show. Mm. As far as we know, it doesn't have a name to it. What if they named it the Cigar Authority? I like it. Wouldn't that be something? It's it's really a unique lighter when that comes in. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the authority. Just authority. The authority. It's a it's a lighter. Yeah, but it's the it has it right? has the, the the striker arm. I mean, you could call it a musket because it sort of has that musket style action. Mm. We'll see. It's going to have a name, and it's not going to be the authority. But they they I think we've put in enough time now that they should name a lighter after well, us. Alan Gold is listening, and I'm sure that they already have a name picked out for it. But if you don't, Alan, don't call it the authority. Whatever you do, call it the musket. It's terrible. The musket. The musket would work. Okay. So Placencia, I have a little history on Placencia. 1865, Placencia started out in. No. Yep. First generation, Eduardo Placencia left the Canary Islands in search of success and opportunity and started growing tobacco in Voldebajo, Cuba. So he left the Canary Islands to go to Cuba. Hmm. Usually it's the opposite. Right. But again, this is 1865. 1898, second generation, Eduardo's nephew, guess what his nephew's name was? Eduardo. Six-toe. No. Full oh circle. God, the dots are being connected, Ed. <laughs> Six-toe Placencia joined his uncle's family business. Uh, and he did have six toes. Let's see if he can <laughs> land this plane. All right? Yeah. So now it starts off with Eduardo and his, his nephew comes in. The two sentences in. You don't need a recap yet. Okay. 1943. <laughs> 50 years later, Sixto's son, H-I-J-O-S, H-I-J-O-S, H-I-J-O-S. He-ho? He-ho? He-ho's? J-H-I-J-O-S. He-ho? H-I-J-O-S. For the people listening to the podcast wondering why it sounds like he's stroking out, we have someone in the audience that speaks fluent Spanish, and he's trying to get their attention and poorly spell this person's name without, <laughs> spell without any context to this poor lady. Uh, he, how do you say it? 
<laughs> Nothing. There's a lot of talk about it, but not right. a lot of answers. No answers. Uh, we'll just call him Eight Toe, according to Bingo. Yeah, that's, All that's right. Fine. Anyway, he uh, began exporting and selling um, to bigger companies. And uh, Sixto's, uh, his son, so now this H-I-J-O-S guy has a son. And, <laughs> and he he's names called him Extra Toe. Nope, he's called Sixto again. Oh, all right. Well, that's... Extra toe, fifth toe, sixth toe. Look at you where you went there. That's funny. Did you say that already? Or this is the first time. No, this is the first time. I promise. <laughs> I promise. That's pretty good. That's mm. clever. Uh, 1963. Uh, um, due to the Cuban political turmoil, the farms were confiscated. Six toe and his family. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's all I can think of now. <laughs> uh, fled to Mexico and later relocated to Nicaragua, um, starting from scratch again. In 1978, turmoil in Nicaragua, and a lot of people don't know that um, Nicaragua ends up being uh, a problem, just like Cuba, where um, there was an embargo. Uh, so 1978, Nicaragua forced the family to move to Honduras. This is where you see Placentia starting to grow because all these different have, places. Yeah, they have, they have extensive growing operations in both Honduras and Nicaragua. And it was because they were forced to leave is because... And, when they, and they, it becomes opportunity for the next yeah. place, and they keep going. So isn't that looking at bad things that end up happening and people turning? This is what I love. This is opportunist to see this. 1987, uh, fourth-generation Nestle Placencia officially enters the cigar industry. 1987. I've been around longer than Nestle Placencia in the cigar business. Whoa. I got in in 85. He got in 87. Is that hard to believe? Yes. He's so famous and rich, and I'm nobody. So- just as a recap, there was a farmer who had a dog, <laughs> and Sixto was his name. Up. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was courtesy of Brett. That's that was good. courtesy of Brett. Nineteen ninety, Placentia moved back to Nicaragua and began operating in both Honduras and Nicaragua. Nineteen ninety five, the family uh, uh, consolidates its interest in in one big cigar manufacturer. They purchase more land and factories, increase production, begin supplying their own factories as well as others. 1995. 2015, the Placencia family becomes the largest tobacco grower of premium cigars in the world and continue growing their factories and plantations in Honduras, Nicaragua, producing 40 million cigars a year. That's a lot. That's wow. Great. 2017, Placentia Family, the family-owned brand, was launched 2017, introducing the Almaforte and the Sixto. Ooh. Huh? Extra toe. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Huh? So, that's, that's a story we were there. You didn't know that stuff, right? No, that was, that was news to me. Yep, it was news to you. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled program. A brand owner cannot find success and decides to sell another person's cigars and accessories and finds he does not have control of all the sales, just one territory, which enrages him. He hmm. rips off the entire marketing and persona of the person and brand and creates his own success, major hmm. success. Dun, dun, dun. You know it. Yes. Um, he borrowed a lot of, this is a different one. He borrowed a lot of money from someone who was murdered. Mm. 
This is pretty recent. So he borrows a whole bunch of money from somebody. The person he borrows the money from is murdered. So Feeling off the hook. Yeah. The guy is murdered. It's fortunate. He stopped paying until he found the head of another victim of the cartel on his fence post of his operation. Hmm. He continues to make the payments to this day. <laughs> I suppose that would be wise. True story. Hmm. You know the story, right? Yes. That's pretty recent. Right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum. No, no. Uh, it's no. time for the Fave Five. And that's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five. Brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Are you ready? Name something people might only do once a week. Mr. Jonathan, as usual. Name something people might do only once a week. Change their underwear, Dave. Change their underwear once a week. You filthy pig. No. No answers there. I did my best. Maybe change their sheets. No. See, now you went down the ugly path of changing, whatever. Something Uh, might do once a week. Brush their teeth. Once a week? Yeah. Ugh. What's Uh, that? um, Eat lectins? (laughs) No. Uh, I'm going to say smoke a cigar. No. Terrible. You guys are horrible. No, whoever you're asking these stupid questions. Change your underwear and brush your teeth (laughs) once a week. Change your underwear should have been Uh, on there. put, Put gas in their car. Number five is mow the yard. Mow the grass, right? That's pretty legit. Go to church. Oh, that's a good one. Do that once a week. Yeah, I don't. Exercise. No. Clip your toenails. It's not there. Grocery shop. No, I go every day. He does go every day, folks. He goes every day to sick bastard. But uh, (laughs) you should only go once a week. And laundry. How often do you do laundry? Yeah, laundry is a weekly occurrence. Once a week, so that's the answer to it. You know why I do laundry once a week? Brush your teeth and change your underwear. Uh, You said might. I didn't say definitely. Um, Urinate. No, no, no. That's a multi times per day. Although Uh, I haven't yet today because of the dehydration. Uh huh. (laughs) Dave's disgusted. Disgusted with you. Because you're smoking the marijuana or something. I don't know. <laughs> I had too much of the wines. All right, number 11. What did I have? 13 of them. So the pain is almost over. It's the least, smoke- you know what? At least you recognize that this is a yes. painful show. Okay. You're, you're improving. A cigar, this is 14 years of 52 episodes at least a uh, year. Listen, I'm not complaining. Come up with something. I'm not complaining. I, sure love, I love the idea. Folks I just listen in and were... complain. These assholes on the chat box. It's horrible. <laughs> Give me an answer. Give me something. Um, you should be naming names <laughs> what people want. You're not naming names. That's why it's horrible. Yeah, it's not the stories. The chat room was better at the Fave Five. They had laundry, church. Yeah, they got it all. Cow cut wash. Cut the grass. Cow wash. Doggy style. 
<laughs> Once a week. That's it. You got to limit I mean, that. You got to mix it up. Go for missionary. Sure. All right. Number 11. A cigar smoker bought several hundred expensive cigars and had them insured against fire. You know where I'm going here, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. After he smoked them all, he filed a claim pointing out that the cigars have been destroyed by fire. The company refused to pay and the man sued. The judge ruled that because the insurance company had agreed to insure against fire, it was the legal responsibility, so the company had to pay the claim. The man, when the man accepted the money, the company had him arrested for arson. Smart. Yeah, that's as untrue as it was when it started circulating in the 90s. But you heard the story, right? Of it was course. going crazy, and uh, people said it, and... It's never been proven to be true. Names no. have never been named. But that story still goes around. Mm-hmm. I found that story in a thing where lawyers write in these chat box things like cigar people. Yeah. Know, and the lawyer explained the story true. and they thought it was true. Mm-hmm. Lawyers himself thought the story was true. That, again, it's never been proven to be true. Never been proven to be true. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. A woman going by the name of Lulu Lotus created a record that may come across as strange, but maybe also fascinating. She made it to the Guinness Book of World Records list by whistling through her nose. She currently holds the title for the loudest nose whistle at 44.1 decibels. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, she uses her throat muscles to control the way that air flows out of her nose, and ideally the Sound should come out of her mouth, but she keeps it closed in order to make it exit through her nose. I discovered my ability to create whimsical melodies with my nose. She has an album out, by the way. Really? Uh, I couldn't resist the temptation to play pranks on teachers and classmates at school. The Guinness Book World, the Guinness World Records attempt is not only a celebration of my unique talent, but also a tribute to the incredible support of friends, the kindness of strangers, and my lifelong dream of making my mark on the Guinness Book of World Records. How old is she? Doesn't say. Uh, That's not only insane, that's asylum. And I did a little bit of research. Uh, She had some childhood nicknames, uh, Alicia Sneeze, uh, Nozan Barr, and uh, Taylor Sniff. (laughs) So You You made all those up. You made all those up, but they were a good attempt. They're not as good as extra toe. <laughs> not to you, they're not. Yeah. The butt uh, plug, I thought, was good. No, no. <laughs> that also sounds remarkably like Dave just said it in really? the headset. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Uh, on the after show today, we will have uh, Cigar Dave Hack. Is that how they say his name? You don't use your name, right, on the show? Cigar Dave Hack. He's going to come on the after show. He put this... Six years, uh, this Hackapalooza thing. It's a sixth year of him getting people all around the country to come visit him. And then he goes all around to all the different cigar stores, including this one, mm-hmm. that he came in. We'll bring him on. And uh, I'm going to give him a little trivia question. I'm going to ask him some questions about his own show 
that uh-huh. he should be able to answer. He should be able to. Certainly the people in the audience are going to know the answer if you don't know the and answer. That's, the, that's really the sign of a good host, is it in, inviting someone from another podcast on to fuck with them uh, questions about their own show. <laughs> fuck with them. <laughs> no, they're good folks. Uh, all of them are good. And... Uh, it, 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 sh- it should be interesting. It should be more interesting than this show. So tune in Wednesday uh, to the after show, and we'll have that on here. I am on number 12. Number 12. We have someone who worked in another industry, and during a quarrel with a coworker and a uh, big guy, the coworker, uh, actually a former professional football player, hmm. um, this small, tough guy allegedly pulled an ice pick out and stabbed the former football player in the back multiple times trying to kill him. Hmm. Uh, He hurt him very badly. Allegedly trying to kill him. Right. Thank you. He hurt him very badly but failed at the murder but was arrested for attempted murder. Despite witnesses, including the victim, he was found not guilty. Later, Was he high on weed? Possibly. Yeah. Later, he made his way into the cigar industry in various roles, and uh, he has yet to create or sell a cigar called the Ice Pick, but he got pretty big in the cigar industry today. Hmm. So uh, there he is, and he's found not guilty, so he's not guilty. Uh, All that really proves is that he's not guilty of attempted murder, because if they put the wrong charges down... Now the burden of proof is for those charges specifically. They could have done something else. It's back to the lady that just hacked the guy up a hundred, <laughs> killed him a hundred and eighty yeah. times or a hundred and eight times. She got probation. She got probation. You looked it up during the break. Yeah. True story, right? Yeah. On marijuana. Yes. That was her. But she got time. She got no time. Zero. She, yeah, probation's time. You still got to check in with the probie. The probation she, officer. She stabbed somebody 108 times and killed them. And now she can't. And do admit she did. Marijuana. But she was on marijuana. She can't do cocaine or meth or any of the they piss test and they drug test for the, her nine months of probation. Well, I'm sure it's longer than nine months. Uh, two years. Two years. We have no idea what this guy said to her. It could have been something about you know go back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. It could have been something really messed up, and she just it was the last straw. No, she said the whole reason why I did it is because I smoked marijuana and I have no idea what I did. And obviously I did it because she cut herself too. All right. Well, well, there's crazy bitches out there. (laughs) Careful who you stick it in. But it's all to do with the marijuana is the point of it. Mm, No. Nope. No, not buying it. Ed, you're buying it any more than you are that you read the story. No. You really no, have a I mean, hair across your ass the last few shows about marijuana. Like no, you're trying to drive this home like it's, it's just, the evil it's, weed. It's a hot new story. It just happened two days ago. And here's the point of, of the whole thing. I'm like, oh, here it is now. That's a layup. Okay, shut up now. And you go, nope, that's okay. There's not a problem there at all. That has no problem that she, this is the reason why she did it. That's what she said in court. Mm-hmm. They said that's the reason. Her lawyer said that's the reason. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it. No, see, <laughs> somebody like you, you can never change their mind. <laughs> that you, you, you're stuck strong with your thing, and it doesn't matter what anybody says. You're that's in the, the exact same shoes, Dave. You won't change your mind about how marijuana is ruining cigar sales. You actually believe that. 
the whole listenership is re- sending in emails telling you they're changing their email address. I'm not saying they're doing it. It is affecting it. it of course affect it affects it at all. It. Not one cigar sale ever was affected. No. Nobody ever not said, hey, want to have a cigar? Nah, just let's smoke, smoke pot today. Okay. And the sale doesn't happen. Not one. Not one single cigar ever. Huh? No. You no. paying attention to me? No, not at all. No. <laughs> Early thoughts here on Placentia Almafuate, six-toe, not five-toe, six-toe. Tastes like a luxury product. Yes. Not a trace of Indonesian tobacco. There is, uh, right now I'm about an inch in. I'm at a... An inch in after 30 minutes, and it is amazing because it stays lit. Yeah. I didn't have to relight this. Mm -hmm. It's uh, maybe a six out of 10 strength-wise right now. Not aggressively peppery. There's a little hint of pepper in there, but also a little bit of sweetness. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe the wrapper's maybe a higher priming and was able to ferment a little longer to pull out those sugars. Do you like the six sides to it, or do you not like the six sides? I'm indifferent. I dislike it. I think I dislike it, too. I I mean, I love the idea of it when it came out and stuff, but... Just it, it it's might. like it, it really got squished in the mold. Do you have like raised sharp, ridges yeah, sharp on edges. it? Sharp edges. It's it's like a ruffle with ridges. Are you a box press guy? You no, like I don't like them. I've never, never in my life considered buying or not buying a cigar based on the shape. Torpedo? Don't care. Figurado? Doesn't. Nothing matters no? at all. Okay. It's because in some cases, those are the better ones. It is. For a variety of reasons. Size, thickness, too uh, thick, too I, thin? I tend to not go much thicker than a 60, and I'm very picky. Like Lancero? I uh, don't really like a Lancero. we got Dave coming on. He's Mr. Lancero. He loves the Lancero. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. I'm nothing. 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 What I like about this drop is it doesn't sound like me. So, I mean, it sounds like me, but it doesn't sound like I'm in the studio. No, it's no, it, it sounds somewhat fake. Um, Bingo wants to know: Does it actually taste good? The cigar? It does. Oh, the taste! <laughs> the taste. <laughs> we forgot that part. <laughs> it's it's a top notch cigar, no doubt. Yeah, about very it. refined. Top, yeah, it's top quality. It's the the best, and they're making all the cigars they make. This is their best that they have. Very very nice, but. Uh, I, w- I would care for a smaller ring gauge. Yeah. And they have it. And round. Yeah. Round, smaller ring gauge. Uh, but uh, it sells because yeah. you, everyone's got to try it once, at least, with, with the six toes on it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, just one more story I got to tell you. And this one is uh, very famous. And um, the five-star review, Ed's got that. And we got mail, three of them to get to. The best one wins the prize. And lots more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, Metallica, Black and Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? 
We all came up with a vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. We'll never take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. HVC, hotcakes, anybody here want to smoke some hotcakes, cakes, hotcakes, HVC's got cigars for sale. You can buy them in a single or a box of 25 HVC hotcakes. They really satisfy selling cakes. Hotcakes, you get them from the cigar man. He sells cigars, one or the other. If you smoke HVC, you'll never buy another selling cakes. Hotcakes, you get them from the cigar man. HVC hotcakes are premium cigars. Featuring a San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan Corojo binder grown in Jalapa. Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, including a leaf of Corojo from 2006 Maduro, which makes this blend pop. Expect rich notes of dark chocolate, espresso, and spice. It's so friggin' good. Selling cakes, hot cakes, you get them from the cigar man. Hey, this is Michael Harklotz with Ferriotego Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
And we are back. Powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red West Tampa Cigars. It's passion with a purpose. Um, Dave, Janine says greetings from Nicaragua. Ah, she has our crew. I hope she's taking care of them. They should be on their way home today or tomorrow. I think, yeah. Well, she's probably staying a little longer, maybe. Maybe she's got the next group. All right. Oh, they have a lot of groups. I hope they taught them well. They were there for school. We sent uh, four of our men from uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop over to uh, learn from the Perdomos, and uh, hopefully they come back stronger and better. It's like going to it's like going to cigar college. Yeah, yeah. they'll be smarterer. Yeah. God, they seem going to see it all. It's the best they could see. Mm-hmm. That's the Perdomo factory tour. I don't know if there's any opportunity to get back in there. You can contact Perdomo Cigars and see if yeah. you can get yourself in. But Yeah, the festival was this week, too, down <clears throat> yeah. in Nicaragua. I'm sure they saw none of that. No. No, no. <laughs> they were too busy. <laughs> they saw none of no that. No time for nonsense. No, it's action-packed. All right. So uh, I got one more um, thing to get to. But first, we have the uh, stars reviews. This is a oh. review, a blind review that happens on the Cigar Authority every Wednesday uh, it pops up Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. 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 Uh, Thursdays they pop up. We have, um, what do we have, 40 different reviewers mm-hmm. that are there, and um, they're buying their cigars. They have no idea what they are. It is the most unbiased cigar review that's out there. In uh, the universe. I, I would say cigar between Cigar Journal and us, mm-hmm. we're the ones doing it that way, so I learned from the best. So what do we have? Well, this week we've got the... All Saints, St. Francis. Okay. So we said All Saints, St. Francis was the cigar of the year one year. In the Toro size. Yeah. And as you know, Dave, they are crafted at Rocky Patel's Tavacusa factory yeah, in so Nicaragua. You, you see he's making a giant factory. Oh, he's I saw a that. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, this is a cigar with a velvety, dark, chocolate brown wrapper. I don't know if it was the wrapper, but people got a lot of chocolate taste okay. on this cigar. It's chocolatey. With a kick, uh, pepper kick. Mm-hmm. So chocolate and pepper yeah. were the predominant notes on this. I'd say they're right on. And they say, you know, as you move through the cigar, the flavors do intensify. And this one rated well. Okay. 90.16 All right. out of 100. Uh, strength, 5.71. And that's bonerific. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And and that's they, they're low reviewers when it comes Ge- to strength. Generally, I find them off by a point or so. But, yeah. Um, the price on these is only ten forty nine per single, or get a box of twenty for twenty dollars. Uh, Two hundred five dollars and ninety nine. Here we go. Gonna move that decimal point. Yeah. Yeah. Great cigar. Don't forget Very it. Good. It's, it was, it's been a couple of years since the Cigar of the Year, but it's as great a great Yeah, quality is still there. Yeah. Tastes the same as when it came out. Beautiful. Delightful. Okay, so next Thursday will be another one on there. You I'm go pretty to, sure. Yep, you just go to the CigarAuthority.com. The, the review will pop up. And even the reviewers don't know how they reviewed it until it shows up because it's mixed. Their, their reviews are mixed together, and, then, and the numbers come out as a group. Um, okay, we got a prize to give away, Mr. Jonathan. Yes, uh, Ned Sullivan and I were discussing this. There, This could be the last week of this, or last week could have been the last week, and you'll get a different prize. But, but if you get this if prize. If you get this prize, this prize is a sling bag 
a uh, travel case, a hard travel case, and a hat, all branded Romeo and Julieta, who is the sponsor of this segment right now. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and i, I got to hand it to this guy, Dave. Creative. The name, Billy Badass. He's got a little alliteration. So uh, when they do that, does that screw it up that you can't find this guy? <clears throat> guy, they're making fake names. Oh, you know what? That's not his real email. Uh, the email address says, I hate mild cigars at fuckct.com. What if it is his real email? I don't think it is, but right. I'll, I can try replying. So well, he ends up winning. He's not going to get anything because he's got to be a wise ass. And Well, that. he'll have to listen to the show and let me know who he is. All right. Uh, you know, you can do for the for the anonymous one. The you can be anonymous. Yeah, on, on the because uh, there's nothing to win there. Yeah, but mm. this one you got to tell us who you are, or else we can't find you. You right. can't respond to that, in other words, right? Right. He'll just have to let me know. <clears throat> it's all right. We don't even know if we have a prize to give him. All right. <laughs> uh, hello, gentlemen. Quick suggestion for you: uh, we care packagers are such cigar nerds that we subscribe to a podcast. And pay money every month to smoke along with you. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. We are not mild cigar smokers. I am disappointed every month seeing mild cigars in the care package. Your most dedicated customers aren't buying many Connecticut's. So why would I want them? Love the show. Thanks, guys. Billy Badass. Billy Badass. He's a badass. Now, the thing that you have to understand. Let me me answer that. Oh. Quit. The views and opinions of David Garofalo do not necessarily (laughs) reflect the views or opinions of anyone. Because it's not true. Most people smoke milder cigars. By far, it's not even close. Okay, but that's not the answer. The answer is the the manufacturers choose when we say to them, okay, we have a care package, and this is done months in advance. We have a care package that's going out. Would you like to participate? Yes. Okay. Which cigars would you like to put in the care packages? We don't pick them. They pick them, and they try to give the best showing of or whatever they're pitching whatever because they're doing, yeah. it's a 1,000 people smoking that cigar, yeah. and if, they, if someone likes it and they get a box buyer out of it, it's worth it. But here's the thing. If you are one of the, a customer that says, I like Perdomo cigars, sun-grown. That's all I smoke all the time. Buy those. You, should, you should not be in a care package or a, or a cigar of the month type of club because you're going to get all kinds of different stuff and some you're going to like and some you're going to not. If you're somebody that wants to try different things all the time and we get lots of emails, I never would have tried that cigar. Mm-hmm. I'm Just, so glad. Toscano is the biggest yeah. example. And that's it. So sometimes it's, uh, you know, and the and guys it, that's going to continue. So I just, I know in advance with things that are coming out. Yeah, and mild things. Well, some things without a band on it because we're going to be doing something without the band and you're not going to know what it is. And then there's, you know, box press cigars, there's short, small cigars, there's big cigars. It's not somebody that says, I don't like big ring gauge cigars, I don't like Connecticut cigars, and I don't like Indonesian cigars. It's going to be represented across the board. You're going to get them, so quit, right? It's it's not for you. I want you happy. Mm -hmm. Listen to the show and be happy, but... If you open the pack next month and there's a Connecticut in there, and all of a sudden you're not happy, we just we just did the uh, Jose Dominguez Maduro. So you mm-hmm. were happy with the Maduro, and you ended up with a mild cigar. You wanted full bodied, and you got a mild Maduro. Uh, was this care package? No, this was not. 
well, if this was care package, you'd be very happy. But I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Here, have a little salt in that one, right. Billy sorry. Badass. Um, Gavin writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and he includes his actual email. Wow. Uh, gentlemen, very much enjoyed last week's shows, not only for the firecracker announcement, but also listening to Dave get uncomfortable with all the talk about breast pads for nipple leaking. <laughs> Something I know a lot about I as a father. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that. It wasn't it, last week. It was a, a new dad. He was going to put. The guy that won the email call. Yeah, he was going to put his baby products Spencer. in the sling pack. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. And we, and we gave it to him. Yeah. Okay. Go. <laughs> Go. Something I know a lot about as a father of two young children. But it reminded me of how my father-in-law tells new cigar smokers to hold the, a cigar in their mouth. He tells them to bite down on the cigar softly like you would a woman's nipple. <laughs> I've always wondered if that was truly how you do it. I guess we will find out on March 8th as I just received our cigar party kit for cigar school. Myself, my father-in-law, and both my brothers-in-laws will be watching live. Dude, we have to say, like, you're biting a nipple. We yeah. have to on that, that has show. has to be added to the curriculum. <laughs> it needs yeah. to be added. Because you already do the thing about putting it in your teeth. Yeah. And then just enough pressure like it's a nipple. I'll say it. Yeah. I will say it. <laughs> so we have nipple Gavin. Dave, the Perdomos are off the hook. Janine says they just dropped them off. Oh, it... Yeah, <laughs> they're done with them. Now they're your problem again. Exactly. Thank you for minding them. Uh, Elder Welder writes. Oh, is he going to give you tips? He might. Yeah, Mr. Jonathan's doing uh, welding now. Ass kicked and show idea. Good morning, fellas. I just got done listening to the after show on business failures. Everything in capital letters you said is true. I own a small fabric fabrication business that is struggling, and have taught welding for many years. My wife and I do this so we can be there for our teenage children. As I listened, I felt like Dave was beating me with a chipping hammer. I felt like I was doing everything wrong, and this made me stop and reevaluate how I do things. Look at this. You had a positive impact. All right. I like it. Mm. Yes, my kids and wife are still top priority, but I most mostly focus on, I must focus on the business. A show idea. Once a week, take three minutes to discuss a small business matter to help other owners out in podcast land. This show is more than just smoking cigars. It's the business of cigars, and the info would be invaluable. Thanks. And Mr. Lecton, if I ever make it out there, I'd be more than happy to show you as much as I can in an hour. Safety first. Don't put the lit end in your mouth. No. Which, by the way, I did this week. It's my second time ever. Put the lit end in your Put mouth? the lit end in my mouth. I kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, that's nice that uh, somebody gets something out of whatever <laughs> this mess. For me, it was. And, a, and what he learned is don't pay so much attention to your family. It's all business. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it was a toss up for me between Nipple Gavin and uh, the Elder Welder, but I wanted to give it to the guy that got something out of the show. But I'm giving it to the Nipple. Yeah, I figured you would. And I'll give it to the Welder. All right. All right. The Sorry. Elder Welder. Sorry, Nipple Gavin. That was great. <laughs> and we, we have something that we can add to our curriculum going forward. And the badass wasn't bad either. He should have put his real. His he real should have put his real email, but, but you don't. Have I like to have like to worry about. Okay, here's here's the story, and I have the answer to the to the story at the end of this too. 
Uh, and the names were not changed when it comes to, to what? this. Uh, the story is that of Monica Lewinsky. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Masturbated with a cigar while President Clinton watched and masturbated as well. Mm. Yasser Arafat was supposed to be wait was supposedly waiting in the Rose Garden while this was going on. Was he also masturbating? No, <laughs> everybody was masturbating. I was so uncomfortable hearing Dave say the word. He was in the Oval Office. The story had been widely talked about, um, uh, referring to uh, mainstream press and narrowly the Judge Report in the New York Post and various uh, British papers reported as fact. Judge, August 22nd, attributes the story to multiple sources close to the case and adds that several major news organizations has confirmed the shocking uh, episode. No major U.S. news organization printed it. Judge said it was unclear that Lewinsky told the story to the grand jury, which in a way he was saying there was no evidence that uh, she did. Three days later, the New York Post cited one insider who says Lewinsky, in fact, told the grand jury about the cigar, and when Clinton asked about it, uh, he asked to take an hour break. Foreign press uh, had fun with the story. A sample, still not inhaling Bill, said the Toronto Sun. <laughs> Clinton is the second president to have a Cuban missile crisis, said the Independent, and a piece in London Daily Telegraph ponders whether Clinton ever uh, rolled around, ever rolled around the particular cigar in his teeth in public. What was the cigar? What was the cigar that was in her ovary office? Yeah, <laughs> that was Brad as well. He's quick. Monte Cristo. No, it was Gurkha. Gurkha. Imagine that. The cigar was a Gurkha. Well, you don't want to smoke a Gurkha anyway, well, do you? Well, I would have guessed based on the name alone, it would have been an Aturo Fuente, but... <laughs> there, was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff going around at that time of almost everybody trying to claim what it was. Oh, it was, I remember it was an Ashton, it was this, it was mm. that. Of Everybody ended up saying it, and then insiders end up saying, you know what that was, it was a Gurkha. Hmm. All right. I still, I actually can't wait until I see your mom the next time so that I can hear how horrible it was that you used <laughs> such foul language. Uh, it's very possible, but these are the dark stories of the cigar industry, <laughs> and they're out there, and they continue to be out there. Um, hey, this is your last chance if you want to get in on our link to all the commercial content. And we're not even going to play not it. Not even going to play it. It's Thank the last God. chance you can get it. All you got to do is buy any box of cigars from twoguyscigars.com this week up until February 1st, and you put in Bruno in the comment, and you get the link to it. After that, it's gone. And some of these commercials are gone already, gone forever. forever. And some of them never came out, and you'll never hear it again. So... Who cares? Uh, we have an over-under to see who cared, and we'll get that number after, after it happened. How many people put Bruno in the comment? I know someone that drove nine hours to get here, and they said Bruno. Yeah. And I had to do it. I had to give them the link. All right. Right now, it's time for this classic day in classic history, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona 
and still under four bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. America. Classic cigars. All right. Who is our champion now? Pretty sure it's Ed. Yeah, I must be. All right. It's, uh, I have four questions, no tiebreakers. Ed Sullivan, today is January 27th already <laughs> once again. January is over already. Over. My God. Uh, Steve Jobs announced the Apple iPad, the company's most advanced piece of technology at that time. He made the announcement today that it's coming out. This was on January 27th. What year was that? 2007. 2007. 2005. 2005. Seven will take the point. It was 2010. 2010. Hmm. Um, that is a point to Ed, and you know that this location that you're in was Apple Computer's first retail store, and we used to have the store across the street, and this was a retail store for them, the first one that was there, and they first, did all- First uh, chain, first the, um, what do they call that, when you franchise, yeah, first franchise. So- uh, the guy was struggling. There was no iPad. There was no nothing. And they were they were fixing MacBook, Mac uh, computers and stuff like that. Uh, downstairs where the humidors was the repair center and there's offices up here. And um, the guy was struggling and one day came across the street and said, you want to buy the building? Uh, he just couldn't make it. And uh, I bought the building and it, a few years later uh, comes um, the announcement of the iPad and Apple takes off like unbelievable. And I'm like, what the hell ever happened to that guy that he had it all, but, you know, just struggling through it and he didn't hang on. So just weird that uh, this, this was the place. He, he probably was doomed anyway because Apple just took over all. Right. They own all the stores now. Yeah. Well, they would have had to pay him a good penny to get out, get him out, right? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Probably would have just had him killed. The Seven. longest first question in the history of the game. Well, I got a long answer to the second <laughs> question, too, if, if oh, you want great. me to tell a story on that. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, Michael Jackson's hair caught fire while <laughs> film, filming a Pepsi commercial in front of 3,000 fans. What I don't want to go that? over on this. 1980. He says 80. I had 83. 83 for the point was 84. Hmm. That was the brown M&M. <laughs> the story of the brown M&M That's when it happened Do you know the story of the brown M&M? I know about the brown M&M But I didn't know it was Michael Jackson I thought it was the Rolling Stones It wasn't the Rolling Stones it No, was, it was uh, Van, like Van Halen or something Van Halen So Van Halen put in their rider uh, And a rider is when a, a celebrity Is coming into the arena or something Here's what they want And you gotta have sandwiches And we want bottled water And we want this And we want a jar of five pounds of M&M's in a glass jar with all the brown M&M's removed. You ever hear that story that ended up happening? So it's like, oh, these divas, they want this brown M&M's removed, and what's the reason behind it? That was the reason behind it. Michael Jackson of uh, 
that his hair caught on fire and he had to go to the hospital and that was because things weren't checked on the stage that were supposed to be checked. So they said, we're going to put this rider in there and when we walk into the arena and go in, we're going to look and that jar of M&M's should be there with the brown M&M's removed. When they're not, we have to check every bolt and every single thing to make sure that they have done the other things right because if they fucked up on the M&Ms, they most likely fucked up on I, everything in there. I think the flaw is the person in charge of the M&Ms isn't building the stage. There we go. There we go. So Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the story. That was really, really well done, Ed. So Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> so who gets that point? Uh, Me. Definitely Ed. So he, he has, has, he has all of the points so far. He, he has two points, and we're on to question number three, on to Ed again. The first of the 126 nuclear tests started at a Nevada <laughs> test site. The first of 126 nuclear test sites started at a Nevada test site today. Wow. I don't know how early they started, do you? I, I'd I say can't answer that question. <laughs> yes, I know it all. Oh, you do. I do. <laughs> I almost said it. I almost said it. I would have yes. given you the point if he said it. Because I was so proud that I knew the answer because it's right in front of me. I mean, it, it, was, it was a big rush, but I don't know when the testing started. I'm going to go 1936. 36. Uh, I'm probably over. 44. 44 gets the point. Woo. 51. 51. On from Mr. Jonathan. Um, and we're on to Mr. Jonathan. Last question. You need two points to win or one to tie, but you'll lose because Ed's the champion. If I eat a Happy Meal, can we never do this game again? Ooh. What game? This one that we're doing now? No. No. Oh. Right, just checking. Born today, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Born today. Considered the most experts uh, by most experts to have been a child prodigy and a musical genius. I don't even know what century. He defined the classical era do. with over 600 works, the magic flute, the marriage of Figaro. <laughs> magic, you know, all the hits. Magic flutes, Jonathan's favorite there one. There we go. I'm a fan of the flautist. <laughs> yeah. You have that? Did you save that, that, little, that little sound bite right there? It's not a good sound bite. <laughs> I'm a fan of the flautist. All right. What do you got? Uh, oh, it's me. Uh, 1799. 1797. So he was born. Uh, 1747. Wow, pretty damn close. 1756. Ooh. Ed is a smart dude. I know things. You know things. <laughs> yeah, and he smokes cigars. Huh. Bing and, Bingo says he was on the reefer. <laughs> yeah, probably was, right? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. So here's the interesting thing of Placentia Almafuerte Sixto. Not a cigar Ed Sullivan hangs off his lip. Well, you cut your lip on those sharp edges. I could do it. Because that's, uh -huh. that, that's what Ed does all the time, if anyone ever notices that it's on the edge like this. And it's he dead. forgets he's smoking. He's just uh -huh. like reading the la the laptop screen, and it's just hanging there. This, yeah. is, this is from uh, Bruce. Pierre Salinger, Salinger died this day. Oh, well, you wow. missed it. What year? Pierre Salinger. Wasn't that long ago. Uh, so I'm going to go with 2012. 97. 
Dave, you're over. It was 2010. So, mm. Mr. Jonathan wins. But I was so close. I, I went know. for the year. You know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Those are stupid rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> Placencia Almaforte 6, though. Final thoughts on this cigar. It's a great cigar. It is very good. Yeah. Listen, for the guys that like... Um, I'd, I'd even say if you like Padron, this is something that could be in your regular rotation. It's a, it's very good. Yeah, it's not a cheap date. It's not a cheap date, but I mean, neither is Padron. But it's, yeah. it's in that. It's, it actually belongs in that conversation. And you'd give it a seven. By, by now, we're we're creeped up to a seven. Well, listen, they grow a lot of tobacco, and they kept the best stuff for themselves. So this they is, say. So yeah. they say. And I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Good job. That is it. That is it for the show. Uh, we will do the, the after show in just minutes. But uh, next week, don't forget, the meatball is this Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern Time, will be the meatball competition. And then Saturday, a favorite among the cigar manufacturers usually. Sometimes they get butthurt if I add them. Sometimes butthurt if I don't. But it's the annual prediction show without our leader, Ed Sullivan, he will not be here. He'll you'll be, get through it. Don't worry. We'll get through it, and uh, maybe you'll listen. Until then, we've been li- you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network, and it's quite possible that you learned something today. No, it isn't. No, <laughs> which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.